1: This is the part of the show where we thank the ice cream truck drivers. Thank you, ice cream truck drivers. If you want to be an ice cream truck driver, preachingfun.com is where you can go to sign up to be an ice cream truck driver and you will get thanked at this part of a future show, just like we're gonna do for all these other ice cream truck drivers.
0: It's a new So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out
1: Month We don't have a new list yet, but we will thank each and every one of those ice cream truck drivers at this part of a show this month. We're going to do it all this month. It's going to be a great month. It's a short month. Who cares? Fuck you, February. It's a leap year, so we're going to get them all in. Yeah, we get it. We, we'll do them all. We'll do it live. Yeah, fuck it. If you want to be an ice cream truck driver, preachingfund.com. That's where you can go. And who knows? The life you save may be your own Here's a show!
2: Hey Johnny! Do you want to go to an ice cream or social? Yeah, I'd, I'd
1: love call.
3: to. Great,
2: Let's go.
3: Paul, do you still answer calls from spam people? Nope. Okay. I'm calling to sell you spam. I had an idea for one, I don't think I'll ever answer the call to do it. Yeah. But that'd be really funny, isn't it? I'll tell you okay. Here's an intro. It's time for Madden Madame's Ice Cream Social sitting across from me, no longer talking to Spam, Paul Madden.
2: And spamming it up—that's Mr. Matt Donnelly.
3: And over there, made of brand of pork products, Jacob the audience. Love guy. him. We're preaching fun, everybody. We are. Uh, here's what I thought today. It made me laugh because I get called by this one company 15 times a day. No matter does, I block numbers. Okay. Wow. But I thought about they're trying to tell me I'm approved for a loan. Okay. Um, I thought about going like, hey, hey, do you do you know anyone? Does someone in your life recently died in a car accident or like an auto accident? Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever they answer, they go, I'm sorry, I'm just – I'm a psychic and I'm, I'm getting something. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it would be really funny to say you're psychic and then just start predicting terrible things happening to the person's life you're trying to, who's trying to get you to, to sign up for a scam.
1: I'm really um... – I, I don't know if you know anyone like this, but I'm really in tuned to, <laughs> exactly. to the spirit world. I think
3: it'd be really funny to try to cold read a spam call. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm getting a J. Anyone in your family with a J? Is there, I'm getting a J, a G, a J? <laughs> uh,
1: uh, maybe a, maybe it might be a, you know, it might be an S. Do you have a, do you have a, a spouse? A, a yeah. spouse maybe? Oh, yeah. Because. And, and do they drive? Ooh.
3: Yeah. Ooh, don't, oh,
1: don't, oh I, oh, buddy. Uh, I'm you're, so Sorry. You're not you're not with them right now, are you? Yeah. I. Don't. You didn't well. have a fight last <laughs> time you saw each other, did you?
2: Listening to uh, Jack Recyder on the Darknet Diaries, that's actually probably one of their techniques. The, the, oh, yeah? That scammy shit is getting crazy. That scam. Holy shit. So
3: pig bleeding? Do you guys uh, know about that pig was the bleeding? one, yeah. Oh. It's where you
2: hang a pig from a hook. No, and, no, no. Let it bleed out. It's this. Uh, it's also
3: the number one internet scam. It's a big okay, internet what scam. Is this? Go ahead, Matt. Paul, are you taking it? You got it. No, go ahead. So what's happening is that people are going on dating apps. Okay. So instead of trying to get you through your text or your email or whatever, and they, you know, just like just like um, catfishing, mm-hmm. you, you, they have a collection of photos and all this other stuff, and they begin to sext with you. Okay. Uh, or, or, and then try to start an actual deeper romantic relationship with you. Okay. And then slowly make moves on saying, like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, I'll be able to come see you soon because I'm making all this money yeah. on this uh, um, coin app. Oh, yeah. And so uh, you and they should have invest all these photos too. and stuff to back it up, and they wait for you to ask to invest. Right. Or, like, hey, if you started this much. And what they always do is they give a small amount of money mm-hmm. and pay that person. Yeah. So the person invests 500 and they get two grand. Yeah. And so then they say, like, oh, this is great. They're gonna do another one, they're gonna do another big push on this date and such and such. Mm -hmm. And they get people to move all of their money or as much money as possible. Like, well, you just
1: got two grand. So let's get that two grand back in here. Yeah. And do you have like another five that you can throw in here? Because
3: this is gonna be a big one. So if we get like seven to ten grand in here. And they show that they're putting their money in, and you've had this emotional connection with them. They're basically like your digital girlfriend or boyfriend. And so uh they, and then you end up throwing all the money, and then boom! They go but
1: you away. say so. You say they they pay out on the first one, but then the second one is where the scam comes in. Yes, I have to make a call. Well,
3: it's, it's right, and we can try to get you know you can try to figure those kinds of things out or whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jack Resider dedicated a whole episode to it, and I just saw an article. A few articles are now popping up about it because it's, it's so bad and it's happened to so many people. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's uh, a, what it's, was it? It's it was... even a plot point. Which I love. It's actually in a plot point of a show I'm watching on HBO right now. Oh, you can see that a guy is Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. He's getting pig blood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pig blooded. Yeah, pig blooded. Pig blood. Pig blooded. That's it. Bam, bam. lamb. Uh, oh, but, pig uh, Yeah. So I mean, it's worth I, it's worth just mentioning, just because I think this can happen to a lot of people. Yeah. So it, 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 there's scams that are happening. So don't
1: take financial advice on Bumble. That's it.
3: Okay. Is that like, but but I I I think it's so cruel. I think it's so much meaner to really establish a deep uh, connection with someone and then start trying to get their money from them. I mean, I can't, I just don't know how, oh, that's just such a cruel, mean thing to do to somebody. It's, Uh, it's
2: creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a big
3: fraud thing. And then also. I would tell them I was a psychic. There's the, um, the
2: crazy calls that they're using all the AI generated Voice stuff now. That's, well, that's I mean the the even the amount of
3: technology that that make it things so easy for people to like you know like uh, you told me in, the, in my youth like hey are we gonna have flying cars you, you are but there's gonna be they're gonna be too unsafe for us to actually have them in any kind right. of major capacity mm-hmm. but uh, the technology will be there but you'll have all the all the knowledge of the world available to you uh on a, on a in, your in your pocket pocket yeah like, like that computer phone that Penny had Inspector Gadget yeah it's real.
1: Really? And yes. And like, and much better than what she had.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And at least twenty to fifty people a day are going to try to scam you for information and money. Right. Every day. Yeah. Because if you think Pretty about all your spam gross. filters, think about all the shit that you've actually filtered out of your spam every day. Right. Uh, and then I get about lately. I, honestly, I, I'm not exaggerating. I Get about 15 calls a day. You One, must two, have. You three, must have gotten three, listed four, up five, on some shit, man. Seven. Must have. Eight. I must have. I got nine yesterday. Right. I've been nuts. blocking.
2: I've been blocking like crazy. All I've been getting
3: lately. I block is, like uh, crazy too. Oh, but yeah. It's just, but they just have a program and they can call from any right. number. Oh
2: god. All I've been getting is uh, political stuff from from Nevada. Which oh, I don't, it, you know. it's
3: it's important. It's the most important it's election. The most ever. important election ever. Are you sure? I'm I swear right to on. God.
2: I don't even want to talk about it. It makes me it makes me want vomit. We can
1: talk about one one part of politics that we're gonna talk about right now is, is Nevada politics.
3: So sad. Nikki Haley. Oh
1: uh you know, running for the Republican nomination for president. She was in the Republican primary. If you listen to our episode the, uh, the other day with Justin Robert Young, politics the podcast in the
3: primary, Trump wasn't in the That's it. Trump primary. was in the caucus, Nikki Haley was in the primary.
1: The primary doesn't actually count for anything, so I really don't understand why anyone's doing it, but whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm I'm talking about is Nikki Haley lost to Brewster's millions. I was gonna say she <laughs> Nikki got Brewster's millions yep.
3: to none of the above. Yep. None of the above.
1: And by a lot, by yep. like 30 percentage points. Yep. Just it's, craziness. It's very sad. I was honestly surprised when I woke up this morning that she hadn't already dropped out. Me too. Yeah. I was like, you just got embarrassed in Nevada. Justin says that that she'll. Uh, stick it out until she gets whooped in South Carolina. Yes, and and she'll drop out after getting decimated now, in her home state.
2: Do you think there's a th- uh, game theory there that she stays in just on the odd chance that Trump gets pulled off of ballots and stuff?
1: I think she's staying in at this point just to hopefully run again. In that's what I was going to bring she's up. The, is that, like, the it's, it's
3: lame duck. No matter what, we have a fresh slate in twenty twenty four. Right, I mean twenty twenty
1: eight. I think at this point, she's running do we? for twenty twenty eight. I hope, man.
3: I guess. But that's well, what we do because Biden yes. or Trump
1: can't run again in twenty eight. If, if yeah, if, if all the doom and gloom uh, I, stuff that Paul's I mean, going to say doesn't happen,
2: I mean, you know, I, I, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's going to yes. be weird. It's going to be weird. Twenty twenty eight is
3: going to be weird. It's going to be very weird. It's going to be a fresh slate of candidates, uh, and. Uh, Losing to none of the above is going to be something that people bring up about Nikki Haley. Yeah, she's trying to set herself up up
2: to be the de facto next Republican nominee, but doesn't look
3: good. That's (laughs) upsetting. This will be brought up in twenty twenty eight when they hit the debates. Not only brought up, I don't even know that she'll be
2: that she'll be in the running come twenty twenty eight. Like you can't win. Someone can just be like,
3: you lost to none of the above. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're done. And also she's
1: not catering to the uh the more extreme side of the party that really goes for Trump and everything. It's so uh, who knows?
3: She's weird. Who knows? She's a weird who person. I don't like, like her. That. Fuck yeah. her. Okay. All right. So you, you're one of the people who voted none of the above, I guess. I sh- yep. <laughs> Paul wrote in none of the above. <laughs> um, we have exciting
1: I by news. In, I, I wrote uh, in underdog for Scoop Fests. Yeah. Oh, we do. Yes. Oh, real quick. Let me let me say this before we get off the the primary thing. I went by and voted in the primary uh, oh, yeah. yesterday, and um, had to eventually just show them my ID because they're doing like the signature matching thing. Oh, neat. And my signature doesn't look like my signature, apparently. Hilarious. She even showed me the signature that it was matching to. And so I was like, oh, I can sign it like that. Great. And so I signed it while looking at the signature that I was trying to match that is my signature and could not match to it. I was like, here's my idea. I- it's me. Come
3: on. That's annoying. And yeah. that's definitely one of those vote uh suppressing it is. measures. It is. It
1: definitely is. Uh, uh yeah, that sucked. But I was like, that's that's bizarre.
3: Anyway, we have very exciting news for Scoop Fest. Yeah, Paul doesn't even know this. No. Um, I checked in uh, with my buddy Alex Ramon, and he had Scoopfest already on his calendar. I checked in with Vinny Grasso, mm-hmm. who is uh, often at sea, uh, and he is also here. He's going to be on land. On land during Scoopfest. And I checked in with Jessica Jane Peterson, who is never on land. No. Never in the country. Even if she's not on a boat, she's hovering. And she will be in town. And so yesterday we put We're going to have a Fooler's reunion show at Scoopfest. Wow! Yep. So uh, we're figuring you... out the staging. We're figuring out all the
1: stuff. But there is going to be uh, the Fooler's tour is coming to Scoopfest. That's right.
3: That's Holy right. shit! The Fooler's what... tour is
2: doing one more stop. It's worth the price of admission.
3: Right. Uh, Buy your really, tickets I now. I could not believe that they all were available. Yeah, and uh, and and they were, and so uh, uh, we did it. And now uh, the next step is I have to go over to Penn and Teller and say, "Of the tricks that you let us do, which ones uh, can we on do? Tour, which ones can we do?"
2: Uh, once you get that all cleared, we need to maybe put a little marketing money behind putting this into some magic circles, maybe to have some people who yeah. wouldn't necessarily want to come to. Uh, podcast festival to come to a podcast festival to see some of the greatest magicians performing live in front of their faces
3: well that's it i mean that's not even the full magic lineup we're lining up some other people we
1: always have a better
3: magic lineup
2: at our (laughs) scoop
1: fest event at the orleans (laughs) than magic live has a few weeks later at the orleans
2: but really i mean it might be worth it how do we get get how do we get the word out if we get this all locked in like that's that's uh, significant
3: yeah I mean, i will be announcing it on my magic podcast, I'll be announcing it on penn. We're Sunday gonna School. have to call in a
2: favor from Brushwood to put it out to his people too I think
3: and, and while we're here, actually, I'm just gonna confirm that uh yes, Penn and Teller are in town great uh that weekend. So, yes uh uh according to their manager. I haven't asked Penn yet, but because but Glenn has already said yes that we want Penn Sunday School live at scoop Fest so, and I mean um,
2: he he's always a fan. he's always yeah has he missed one yet?
3: no. So not
1: not in Vegas. No, yeah. no, he didn't show up at Tyrannies.
3: He didn't show up. Kinda, at of, kind of
1: hurt my feelings. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ready Rich did.
3: You know, Ready Rich did. Uh, uh, behind the scenes, last scoop fest. Well, the quote to Glenn was, "Don't fuck Matt on this. I got. I better be able to be around for some part right. Of scoop yeah. Fest. So I yeah, think so. it's. A, I think it's a bit of a priority. <laughs>
2: I don't know for sure, but it feels yeah. like in my heart, he's very yeah. proud of what this podcast has become.
3: Yes right
2: i mean this this, this is this is a this is a feather right it's a feather in his cap he trusted you to make this into something and i think like that first scoop fest i think he was kind of taken aback by how lovely our community is yeah and it really it really motivated him to stay uh part of it and which is just i mean i think fantastic paul
1: paul's dancing around it but i'll just say it uh, i think he was surprised that matt was able to do it <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you know good on you <laughs> that is 100% true. That is 100% true. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so we will have the uh, the Foolers live tour uh, will be at Scoop Fest uh, coming up here Holy in Holy shit, that's uh, May. amazing. Uh, I, keep, I keep almost saying April. Uh, no, uh, it's, it's May, still in May. May,
3: May 9th, 10th and 11th. Yep. In fact, uh just based on the way it works, uh the main the main stage show is the Friday night uh, show. Yep, uh, and so that that we haven't officially put out the schedule yet, but that's very much, much likely going to be the main stage.
1: Yeah, Friday so that, that's probably going to be on Friday night with the Foolers Live Tour. Uh, also, uh, very likely, uh, Pim will be around. Uh, Teller, uh, Teller uh, will be of course be invited. He's never come before, but he'll be invited.
2: Uh, <laughs> hey, this could be, will, of course, be invited. this could be the This could be the
1: year. Uh, Matt Franco uh, has an open invite as well. Uh, you know, all of our friends in town, uh, they 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 all uh talk about you know all year long. They always try to come out to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the time comes around. Not everyone's schedules work out, but uh, we're all we always have a crazy good lineup, and uh, this year is going to be very exciting. And yeah. we're going to try to pull something off uh, with the shows that we haven't pulled off before. Yeah, I had
3: to call Jacob before I was pulled the trigger. I was like, "Hey, guess what can happen?" But uh, no. boy, does that put a lot more on your shoulders. And so right now, we're
1: all just kind of looking at this, going like, "Yep." We're gonna do this. <laughs> How are to... we gonna do this? We're gonna do this.
3: <laughs> we gotta change the way we put up the staging for the show and all this other yeah. stuff. But uh, it's exciting. I'm so happy they want to do it, and we that's still have wonderful. more surprises to come. But uh, I'm very excited that, uh, that that's gonna happen. Just because some people who didn't get to see the tour really want to see it in action. Obviously, we cannot do the full uh, tour show. Where There's we're some not, things but, that, that can't yeah, be done yeah, in the, in the yeah, space, but yeah. But still. you know, you're gonna see. Uh, you know. I'm going to try and negotiate some Penn and Teller tricks in there, mm-hmm. and then uh, and we're going to negotiate. The, and then obviously the these guys all do their own headlining fucking shows, so we're yeah. going to see kick ass magic show. They've and done, you are going to do
1: yeah. you're going to do the the world's largest card trick with the forklifts and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Good. That'll be great. i think going to do that one.
1: Yeah, And we're going to make the Statue of Liberty disappear. Yeah. yeah, it's
3: not even Penn and Teller trick. We're just we're innovating. We're right. We're going to make the we're going to make the Vegas Statue of Liberty disappear. Right. Yep. Good um and then uh, so a guy showed up
1: at ABS last night he got called up on stage and um <laughs> as he's walking up on stage the host noticed that he was wearing a Chris Angel hoodie and the guy was like "Oh you're a Chris Angel fan you wearing you got a Chris Angel hoodie on there and it was a, a pretty nice looking hoodie too uh and the guy could not get over to the host fast enough to explain to him no I am not a Chris Angel fan I uh, like something spilled on his shirt or like his shirt that he was wearing got ruined and he was next to the, uh, the gift shop there in the Luxor, I suppose,
3: Uh,
1: or wherever, wherever he was close to, there was a Chris angel hoodie for sale right there. That was pretty inexpensive. And he was like, so I just, I just grabbed this. It's just a shirt.
3: (laughs) Wow. It was weird. How fast he wanted to explain that. That was good. He was on Steve O's podcast.
1: The guy who was at Absinthe
3: last night
2: or, or
1: the Chris The guy Angel. who was at Absinthe talking okay.
3: all about this. steve yeah. o couldn't get enough
2: of it. I saw a little clip of this.
3: Um, It's so sad. It really, people, it? people send me it all because they want me to hate listening. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I really can't listen to him for that long because it is so sad, the toxic, narcissistic brain of his. He tries to tell a story about him versus David Blaine. Okay. Where he tried to give David Blaine this ring, but David handed it off to someone right away, and then he basically was in gracious, in, in, not, not, not gracious about getting I this see. gift from him. And he, but, but, but he tries to tell the story. He's a horrible storyteller. Right. And he starts the story about five or six times all the time trailing to a place where he sounds like he's an asshole and stops and restarts and goes, You gotta understand. Oh, because he realizes that else. he sounds
1: like an asshole.
3: Yeah. So basically yeah. he tells the story of having an imaginary competition with David. By the Wayne. way, the only
1: reason I know that is because I've told stories before I'm like, shit, I'm coming off I'm coming off as the asshole in my story. Right. I've got to start over.
3: This is what he's doing. He's like, I'm gonna tell you for he's like, I'm gonna tell you a story I never told anyone before, you're so lucky. Yeah. Uh whatever. <laughs> I'm so gonna so tell lucky. it to you several times though. You're so tells lucky. Tells a story where he has an imaginary competition with David Blaine that David Blaine is not aware of. Right. There's no sense that David Blaine is aware of this of any of the things. He goes into the backstory sure. of that. Then he talks about how he wanted he could compete against him in any capacity, anything he could do, I could do. I did I held my breath first. All this weird shit. Okay. No <laughs> one cares about at all. <laughs> that no one was ever asking about No one cares. No one goes, Oh, Chris Angel was first. Let me update my fucking magic record book log that I keep in my phone. Yeah. No one.
1: Also, you weren't, and, and yeah, and, and neither was David. By the way, right? Neither of you were first
3: doing any of these things. No, like it's
1: all—it's all, it's all been around for a
3: while. And David does his shit above board as yes. he breathes in pure oxygen and allows him to break the record. Uh, and so it doesn't count because he's taking basically a performance enhancing drug by breathing yes. pure oxygen into his lungs for ten minutes before he does it. Right, right. Uh, and he's upfront about it. Yeah, that's like you watch him do it. He says it in the act. Chris Angel did a fucking magic trick. Where he cheated,
1: right? There. I can also not hold my so, breath for ten so minutes. So you want to know who did what
3: first? The answer is who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're both kind of doing a magic trick anyway. Yeah. And 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 he literally like goes and he basically goes like, uh, I asked to take a picture of him and He Goes, well, I, I can't take a picture with just you in it, which is David Blaine actually being. If he said those words, I bet he didn't use those words. No. But if he said those words, it's him being more honest than anyone else has ever been with Chris Angel in his life. Right. Yeah. Because every celebrity has that policy. Because you're a known fucking douchebag, right?
2: Yeah, we're
3: not home. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone go get, who puts go out a press five release, other
1: celebrities, and I'll take a picture with all five of you.
3: Anyone who takes puts out a press release to the getting into mixed martial arts, then all of a sudden, there's two different instances where they have to they the Vegas fucking headliner have to subdue an audience member with mixed martial arts <laughs> within months.
1: <laughs> that was so weird. That was the weirdest thing.
3: Here's where it gets weirder. Jacob, if Wayne Newton uh, kicks someone in the jaw, do you think that person would sue Wayne Newton? Yep. For, for sassing a lady? If Wayne Newton was like, don't you sass that lady. Kick. Fuck, put his violin down and just fucking kick the guy in the jaw? Yeah. He might get sued. He then. might. Yeah. 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 Like uh, uh, if Bono just takes a fucking mic stand and Uh just fucking gets someone in the head for being for trying to mosh at at, at the Sphere. Yep. There might be a lawsuit, right? I mean, we don't have to say might. This has happened. Yes. You know,
1: at concerts and things like that, like front front men, front front people, like they have gotten out and they have done
2: shit to audience members that have injured people and they get sued. Fifty Cent is uh, facing trouble just for throwing a microphone and hitting a person.
3: That's right. Right. There's no lawsuit happening.
1: Oh, oh really? Oh, the that's person surprising. that Chris Angel choked out on stage yeah. and then uh, forced uh, out of the theater yeah. uh, while he was assisting uh, what the happened security guards to all guards those homeless at, people at he
3: was helping. <laughs> yeah, no lawsuit. Weird. weird. <sighs> huh, probably coincidence. It's so weird. I'll tell you who else is
1: not <laughs> suing anybody, even though they got the shit kicked out of them randomly by a celebrity,
3: and that's the following sponsor. Today's show: Matt and Manley's Ice Cream Social is brought to you by Don and Artie's IRock Emporium. Yeah. From the one true poopy poop, Don and Artie's IROC Emporium. What's up, ladies and gentlemen?
2: Welcome to Don and Artie's I Rock I'm Emporium. Artie. Yeah. Hey, that's Artie. I'm Don.
3: I'm Artie. You hear that and sweet I'm sound? The I Rock.
2: That's the I Rock. The IROC-Z, the fastest, most amazing car that was ever constructed. Ever. In the history.
3: Weep, Henry Ford.
2: We sell nothing but IROCs. Come and buy one.
1: Uh, uh, I am Henry Ford. Mm-hmm. I've recently been reanimated. Oh, Marty. This is a better car than anything I've ever- <laughs> I ever had. We it,
3: knew, it, I knew this. It, I knew it.
1: We knew yep. it. We knew but it, Henry Ford. I would like to fold my... I'd like to throw my full support behind the new IROC. Good job, Artie and, and the other person whose name I definitely remember. Don. Don. You know what
2: Ford stands for? Fuck off, reject douche nozzle. <laughs> Enter Hay Scoops at checkout. <laughs> it all checks out.
3: Um. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sad. Uh, what wasn't sad was uh Jacob, we came out Sunday night. And I performed in the Stacy Stardust yes. uh, 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 Secret Circus show. I saw you at the Jackpot Bar and Grill. Now, there's a story you told that I couldn't give my full effort, uh, full attention to because uh, my friend was going to leave without saying goodbye, and I had to catch them on their way out. Okay, but but uh, I brought up someone on stage, and that jogged a memory from you.
1: That's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, I,
1: I didn't remember where you were going with this, but this yeah. This is
3: one of the strangest events <laughs> that, that is happened correct. at this thing.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, in his act, uses a couple of audience volunteers.
3: I typically look, and especially for a certain act, I try to look for guys because I feel like so many magicians just pick women. Yeah. And uh, and so I try to find guys, especially for the straightest jacket escape, mm-hmm. I try to find just two dudes. I really look for dudes like, who who would you never normally ask to come up for a magic right. trick? I try to just find some like... Older, like just hanging guy who's like half not even paying attention to the show, Drag yeah. Dragged to the show.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I was, I was sitting there with uh, with Justin Robert Young, yeah. Uh, we, we were sitting next to each other there, and uh, Matt brings uh, two fellas up on stage to uh, escape the straightest jacket, and uh, one of them uh, kind of looks familiar, yeah. And he says his name, and uh, for the sake of the show, uh, his name's Joe, it's yeah. not his real name, but we'll say his name's Joe, yeah. So Joe gets up on stage and uh says, Yo, my name's Joe. And when he said his name and I heard his voice, it it clicked in my head.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I know
1: Joe. <laughs> that, I, that, uh... I've been around Joe before. Yeah. Joe was uh I don't I don't know what his occupation is or was in town. He's he's a little bit older. Uh he might he may he may be retired now. Yes. Um but I was at a bachelor party one time years ago it was probably 15 years ago with uh with Joe and Joe is there and Joe proclaims to the to the bachelor party group says I can get uh entertainment I can get some uh some strippers <laughs> to come over to where we were having dinner
3: oh boy we were
1: having dinner in the upstairs private room of an establishment right uh, not a strip club, just a, a right, restaurant. Like, I'm, not, I'm not being cagey about the establishment. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a restaurant. like a restaurant we, with a was, private room.
3: That's it. That's, that's all it was. Um, so he says, I can get uh, a couple which, of strippers. Which most restaurants don't just let anything happen in their private right. restaurant.
1: But apparently, apparently that got uh, glossed over or, or something, <laughs> and that was fine. <laughs> so everybody says, all right, yeah, fine. Do that. And so he calls up uh, somebody, and that person sent over a few hookers. (laughs) It went from, we're going to have some strippers around, to uh, he ordered several prostitutes.
3: (laughs) Just on a whim.
1: Yeah. Just to hang. Yeah. At this restaurant. (laughs) And the prostitutes got there. And this is the part that because that's all that's the whole story that I told you the other night,
3: just just quickly. Right? Because you told me the story, and I was like, Jake said a really crazy story, but I have to catch my friend JD yeah. before he leaves. Right? But I need to get back to the story, yeah. and then as soon as I walked away, he's like, I'm going to get back to this on air. Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: <laughs> so the prostitutes show up along with a uh, a gentleman friend of theirs.
3: Good. They should have a little uh, someone to watch out for them. Yeah
1: and the uh, the gentleman friend um for some reason I couldn't say why uh, but for some reason he took it upon himself to uh, negotiate price
3: okay with okay. everyone. Uh, I so that's so my my, my my friend from on stage mm-hmm. just at this point now just a catalyst. He's just, he
1: has made the phone call and and now he has started this ball rolling. Okay. Uh, and he's he's there
3: as part of the as part of the talk and everything. <laughs> so you now have four strangers in this room. Uh huh. In this restaurant yep. room. Yep. Trying to negotiate prices for professional sex. Oh, you guys oh, are on boy. what course? You guys on dessert now, coffee? What are we doing here? Uh, it was sushi, I think. <laughs> And so it's just like there's just sushi around,
1: <laughs> which I gotta tell you, with my raw fish, <laughs> I don't especially want people's genitals around
3: it. This I mean, like, are you negotiating price for shit to happen in that room? Right. So like, like one, like say I'm, say I'm even just game to have a, a right. sex worker. That's it. I want to do it in front of my friends in a restaurant. Uh huh. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's a next there's a next level performance element yeah. to what you're talking about. Like here. look at Matt over there. That <laughs> prostitute
1: is, is riding him reverse cowgirl style. Or right wasaki, now.
3: Matt, do you want more so- oh Matt's busy.
1: Oh um, sorry, I just looked over at Matt and all I saw was the front of his shaft <laughs> as it was sliding in and out of a prostitute.
2: <laughs> like,
1: so I'm I'm there and the uh, the the possible pimp? Okay. No, nah, just pimp. Agent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> agent. Dream we'll call him Agent the
2: possible pimp.
1: So the agent uh walks up to and there this is not a big bachelor party. Yeah. There's maybe six people. Seven people. Yeah. They're there. And so he says, "All right. Uh I got good news for you fellas. The girls aren't worried about you tipping them while they perform. I got good news. But, all right. This sounds like there's another shoe that's going to drop here.
3: This is like some timeshare tactic shit happening to yeah. you
1: with
3: with sex workers in a restaurant. Yeah. In a regular restaurant.
1: So he goes, 2500 bucks is all we got to do to make this happen. No. $2,500? Uh, tw- what? I was like, first of all, when Joe called you, I yeah. presume... No, I'm not saying any of this, but this is all going out in my mind because I'm not. I'm like in a restaurant eating dinner. I'm not going to have an argument but with a What is that
3: call? Because he's not the guy. He's the guy calling the guy. I yeah. Hi, I got a bunch of bachelors at the sushi restaurant. They want to fuck right now. They right. want to fucking. They want to fuck in front of Wasabi each other. Wasabi makes their the
2: clothes come
3: off. Desperate. They want to watch each other. They are
2: desperate for it. They're they full they of to... rice and come get them. Yeah. Get
3: them. Their bellies are full, their balls are full. They want to fuck, they want to watch their friends fuck. Yeah. They wanna just and they don't want to spend time in a in a bed. They wanna do it in restaurant chairs. Yeah. That's it. Maybe on tables if things get really weird. And the waitress will just not come around
1: during that part. Right. I guess the restaurant, I guess the establishment is fine with this.
3: That's what I mean. Like, okay, like say everyone's game. Right. You gotta have like what's the rest, what's what's the manager gotta do to be like oh god there's a bunch of people fucking in our private room <laughs> <laughs> and we have to get them up by ten for the next reservation yeah we have another and I guess coming.
1: does anyone know where the mop is <laughs> I bet we're gonna need that mop <laughs> so twenty five hundred bucks we just had
3: two food runners quit. Is the they, price they that that comes down twenty five hundred dollars? And so, do basically, a myst- mysterious. It's still not clear what we're talking about for what. It was not mysterious. Perform means a really
1: weird. He kept saying perform, but between that, he was saying like, and they'll fuck you. He he was being very straightforward mm-hmm. about what it was he was selling. That's a really weird time. Yeah. Uh so what he was, There must have been six of us because I remember the number was twenty five hundred. Yeah. There must have been six of us. Yeah. Uh, because it came out to almost five hundred dollars each. Okay. Uh, b- between all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or about five hundred bucks each. So, so five of us putting in value, and the bachelor <laughs> presumably not paying uh, anything.
3: <laughs> huh? right. yeah, he can't.
2: No, you could. No, he doesn't get that
3: to I pay. I it because every bachelor party has the guys like, oh shit, I forgot I had to pay for for so and so the whole night. You know, right. somebody who came out on a budget, and he's like, no oh, man, not am I paying. Paying for Tommy's sushi, I got to pay for his his fuck show. Right. Oh man! <laughs> but, like, We had you take credit cards, but there was like an evening
1: around this. Like there there had been a stop before the restaurant. Then there was the on, restaurant. I didn't plan on fucking in the sushi private room. Weird, right? <laughs> like I believe strip club was on the docket for like. Maybe after the restaurant or, you know, maybe stop at a bar and then go to a strip. Like there there was other, there was other adult entertainment already on the playbill for the evening. And this guy is, uh, is now, uh, trying to get us to buy hookers in the restaurant. Yeah, that's. And so he said, uh, you know, whatever it was, 500 bucks each. And I was like, uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm out on that. And then the guy starts putting, like, the, the press on me because I, was, right. I, I think I was the first one to say uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be doing that. No, thanks. Uh, and then he starts putting the press on me, and the press that he put on me yes. was not like, oh, you're letting your friends down. It wasn't any of that. It was just value. <laughs> what he kept going back to was, no, no, no. You don't like they're gonna dance around, they're gonna give everybody lap dances, they're gonna fuck you after like you they like give, the cucaracha, they do the cucaracha, yeah, they do the cucaracha. You, you like cucaracha. the macarena, they do the macarena. He's like, and you don't have to tip them for any of that while you're doing it. <laughs> this five hundred is all you have to put in.
2: Basically, <laughs> this is like the best night of a strip club you've ever had, plus a right. fucking Right.
3: <laughs> for half the price. The this girl will sing. The sun will come out tomorrow yeah. for free. You no could, extra charge. You could drop. Have you ever eight seen the grand. show Gypsy?
2: You she could, sings the entire show. Gypsy. <laughs> you could throw down eight grand at a strip club, and you're still not going to get fucked at the end of the night. Here, five hundo, and you're getting your dick wet. I can't. I can't yeah. tell you anything more than
1: some stank that. on the hang low.
3: Fucking value, my friend. And you, you look like a fuck on, my friend. You seem like you're good at it. You seem like somebody who really likes the fuck and who likes a good deal. Yeah, you like, yeah. Do your friends know how good you are? Your friends all get to watch you fuck this girl. I am offering you the Costco
2: of Whorehouses right now. (laughs) This is basically
3: Sam's Club Fuck Palace. And if you're doubting, I have this giant jug of peanut butter filled pretzels. That go along with it for free. <laughs> do I have to tip for those pretzels? No
1: tip. Don't oh. no tip for
3: the pretzels. Yeah, his
1: sales pitch kept on going back to the value that yeah. he was offering. And this box of 40 bars. I'm going
3: to throw that in as well. I have a yeah. box of 40 granola oh, bars. Oh, God. Why do oh, granola speaking boxes, uh, he make did... me want to vomit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He did mention at one point that he would supply condoms. Which I appreciated well, so in safety so, so mindedness. So do the ladies,
3: I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's not.
1: But uh, we finally just told them what to go the away. Fuck. We were finally like, just just leave. And then Joe, who initiated all of yes. it, yeah, was aggravated <laughs> with us. Uh. That we had not taking him, taken him up on something. He's the Chris Angel of the story. He is the Chris Angel of the story. <laughs> he was he was like, we could have offered him like five hundred total just to just to dance around and stuff.
3: He could oh, have, what are you going to take in the appetizer menu before you leave the restaurant? You know, we could just go to the strip club too. We could also not have a uh, weird sex work happen in a restaurant that we've yes. eaten at. That's also possible, there, Joe. It, yeah, it was real weird. This sounds like the kind of guy Joe... that
2: sells meat out of his trunk. <laughs> but... uh, there was meat for sale,
3: <laughs> and there was some trunk involved. For you. There was plenty some a, trunk involved. Plenty
1: of trunk space. It was. Uh, it was one of the weirder nights. It, it was. A, it was an odd instance. That,
3: and then he was on stage at a magic show. Yeah, it's Fifteen years later, <laughs> and. After dealing with him, not surprised by the story. No,
1: Not no, no, no. <laughs> I At one point, I thought he had recognized me, and, right. I, and like I was talking to somebody after the show was over, and I thought that I saw recognition in his face, and I like turned to to just be pleasant and, and say hello. And, um, and if
3: he remembers, that would have been like, well,
1: right. And uh, but then he had already left by the time I turned around. So maybe, maybe he didn't he, knows maybe he got he, made. But yeah, that's the thing is I don't know if that means he remembered or didn't remember. No, he got He's a, a, a vampire.
3: Page. His pager yeah. went off that let him know there's a bachelor at another restaurant Oof, nearby. Yeah. Just another he had to go.
2: They've got five hundred bucks. <laughs> His spider sense was tingling.
3: Yeah, I was like
1: You offered strippers, people said okay to strippers. And not like excitedly, okay, either. I don't yeah. remember anyone being like, "Yes, we have to get strippers to this
3: private you know, room at the restaurant." Of party, you're playing with fire. You think this guy's happy. You, there's a there's like what a twenty percent chance he's he's going to just produce right. what he's saying. That's it.
1: And uh, and he did not produce what he what he was saying. He produced more than what he was saying. Right. Which I don't believe anyone was especially interested in in fucking uh, in in having like a. Let, let's fuck these sex workers in front of each other
3: now. Uh, I would imagine most, most, most casual dabblers of bachelor parties probably have a fine line. Between, oh, where, where do you think uh, that line is? Between going <laughs> to a strip club versus having sex with a sex worker. You think that's I, the line? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm not a strip club guy. But I'll <laughs> fuck a sex worker in a sushi place, no problem. I will plow a prostitute in the <laughs> upstairs room of a sushi place. No issues at all. I'll record uh-huh. a greatest hits album of all my favorite positions, no problem. Yeah. In the bathroom of a sushi place.
1: Yeah, it was With the
3: fancy toilets.
1: Yeah, it was a weird one. That's it was, weird. It was a good show that night
3: though. Stacy Stardust show? Yeah. It was fun. It was a weird it was a it was a it was a strange vibe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, like a lot of magicians were there. I was, uh-huh. I was kind of getting sized up by my peers. A lot of peers seeing me for the first time. Definitely. And uh, and so I
1: uh, I could feel the sizing. Yes. From from where I was. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Which I thought was kind of fun and interesting. Yeah. Uh, but as one of them said, you know, there used to be a monthly show called Wonderground. Okay. Where there was a magician's kind of showcase thing that Jeff McBride ran. Oh yeah. And went online during the pandemic and never returned to live after the pandemic. So. Actually, what Stacey was doing was showcasing a lot of magicians, so there was a lot of magicians in the audience because mm-hmm. they basically were like, we don't – We haven't had a chance. She's the only one running a show right. like this yeah. that we can come see people do, that kind of stuff.
1: I also sat next to one of the odder and more annoying people that I have sat next to in a very long time that night.
3: Justin Robert Young?
1: That was it. No. <laughs> yeah. Jury was uh, – he was not holding it together that night. <laughs> Now, there was a fellow sitting next to me that was uh, known to other performers in the show. Yes, uh, Stacy knew knew who he was. Other He's, performers he was being in the show, annoying all night. Yes, he he was talking. Uh, he, he he was having conversations with people on stage.
3: He's definitely fucking up a lot of magicians who definitely were not ready to be fucked up on their patter. Yeah, and uh, and I came in loaded for bear. I was ready to unload on the guy, and uh, he shut right up. Yeah, when I got on stage. Yeah, yeah. I think I acknowledged him a little bit. And then he just was like, I'm not going to talk at all. Yeah. I, I believe like, you,
1: you may have intimidated him.
3: Yeah, I think, I think that was... I was ready to rapid fire. Yeah. Rip him. Well, every,
1: <laughs> Several other performers made a uh, what, what I believe is a mistake. Yes. Uh, and that is that they kind of invite... The, the, their tone of voice and their mannerisms and everything, they kind of invite interaction. Yes, <laughs> they don't just invite applause <laughs> or kind of general interaction from an audience to a performer. You they the invite more of a direct of trying interaction. Trying
2: to Im- 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 have a real connection with your audience, you fool! No, I no, I speak, no not no, connection I, to audience. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but but it's like but but it is in certain in certain stand. You have to come out with that energy of like. Don't you fucking try it?
1: Well, and two, like <laughs> this room. I, if you fill this room up, which it was pretty full that night, um, it's 100, 150 people. Yeah. Uh, there, there's probably 100, uh, 100 plus people in the room that night. Not a not a tiny group of people. That's a pretty good crowd. But also not, not 5,000 seats either.
3: No, no. In fact, that's the, the biggest thing was the credit to Stacey Stardust. It's very hard to draw a crowd yeah. in town. Oh, and she did. And she had a very... Yeah, uh, Secret Circus had a large audience. They had a nice little At crowd the there. At Jackpot Bar and Grill, which is a fine bar. Yep. Nice um, bar. Unassuming. Yes, it looks like a little like home the wall PTs kind of yeah. place, and then all of a sudden there's this beautiful pl- space upstairs with an like a lighting rig, yeah, that would make you blush. Yeah, nice, a, a, a nice lighting and sound rig with a fucking LED wall. Yeah, that's on cool. The back wall, I mean, and a, I was,
1: and a, and a bar, and they serve food and everything up there. Yeah. The whole thing,
3: and I was like, this is a very hidden gem. Yeah, uh, a really good spot. Like we were looking at it, Justin and I were walking around,
1: and he was like, "You're gonna have scoop events here, right?" Yeah, I, was like, I mean, honestly, yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what we'll do here, but this is this is going in the rolodex point, right yeah. of, of places in town to be like, oh, we can do a thing here. Definitely. Um, what were you saying? I was going to say that you know, with that size crowd, though, you can accidentally, you know, we could do this with with scoops. It's not the same with us and scoops, obviously. Like we have a, a direct rapport with with scoops anyway. But you know, a, a scoop size crowd, anything like that. You know where it's a hundred maybe even two hundred people, but you know the the stage is is uh not really that high off the ground. You can just step right up onto it from the from the floor. It's a big step up, but you could you could get up to it from the floor um you can accidentally or in this case, I think it it happened because people weren't actively trying to keep it from happening. You can kind of fall into that trap of talking directly to someone, yes. And they're close enough to you that they can just talk directly back to you yeah. Yeah. and you can hear them. And if you're not as seasoned a performer as perhaps
3: Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler is, <laughs> that
1: can throw you off a little bit.
3: Yeah, yeah. And now you've done fucked up. Yeah, even one guy mentioned doing corporate shows. Like, it slipped out of his mouth. He's like, oh, my, you know, I know what you think of my corporate shows. And I was like, that's exactly what I feel like I'm looking at. I'm looking at someone who's used to just opening it up because you want just some kind of life in a corporate show. Yeah. And you had a... People Who are drinking and hanging out and can heckle and that kind of stuff? Yeah, it felt very stand up y. And vibe. this one
1: guy, like, yeah, like the, the one guy that I was sitting next to, I bet he goes to a lot of open mic nights, I bet he goes to a lot of uh, you know, kind of free shows where people are trying trying new, new stuff out. Yeah, uh, you know, is, is that that kind of cat? Yeah, Matt, so were I, you I was...
2: around in the improv scene when Raid Zone was part of the improv scene briefly? Ray raid 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 you weren't zone? there for raid zone no
3: <laughs> okay so raid... no, no you just made me think of this old guy named ray but i was like oh that was back in the people's improv theater that was back. Ah, in the no era. raid raid no, who's raid
2: zone raid zone was this uh it's what i now, call sexy time now infamous uh wannabe stand up uh and he was a hanger on to the improv scene for a little while and he used to come out to the onyx and and some classes and things like that tried to get into it for a minute um And, uh, he's just a case, but he, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's that fine line between audience and participant and he doesn't know where the line lies. And there is an infamous video of him at an open mic night walking. (laughs) He gets on the nerves of the performer and the performer knows him and is like, you know, calls him the fuck out. And Raid (laughs) walks up to the performer, and the performer just straight up kicks him to the floor. Oh, shit. Yes. No, I was not around for this. (laughs) It is an an infamous video clip. You can look it up. Look up uh, Vegas uh, Heckler Gets Kicked. Like at, oh, wait. Oh, I at, do remember this because yeah.
1: right after that, the
2: performer then called several prostitutes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I said, come on over. There's a guy on the floor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already on the ground. <laughs> It'll be easy. Yeah. He's got 500 bucks. He's ready to go. He's, he's down on a clown the, in front of everybody. He's prone. Yeah. So, Raid was a real character. And uh, Vegas is uh, a place where characters can find a home. Yes. <laughs> can thrive. Yes. yes. For years, decades.
3: Right. Is Cookie Jar no, still performing? I, uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. Good question, though. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so some of these people were not prepared for the environment. Um, some were. And then, uh, but I I, I told myself I'm going to treat this like a stand-up club, like yeah. a stand-up routine. And that was the right way to do it. And even in tech. Because they, they had a head mic or whatever. I was like, no, you can put a mic on a mic stand yeah. for me. I want to look like a stand-up in this environment. I don't want to look like a, a headset guy Yeah. Um, for this. And I think that's helpful.
1: Well, also you, in you, the show, you brought that energy. Out,
3: that's
2: what I mean. You brought that energy in from the start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, in the show, it turned out that uh, not having to trade headset mics with somebody else was also the... Uh, time saver. It was a big time saver. <laughs> big time saver. At one point... Stacy was trying to put a headset mic on on stage. Yes. Somebody just walked out and handed her a headset mic, and she started trying to put it on on stage. Yeah. And she was putting it on upside down. And, oh. I, and it's the first, It's the only time I spoke up during the entire show. Yeah. I was like, it's it's upside down. It's upside down. And she kind of looked at me. I was like, the mic, it's upside down. And she, like, flipped it over. I was like, no, 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 not, fl- not flipped over that way. Flip it over the other way. <laughs> like, because it was, you know, just a headset boom yeah. mic. And she was trying to put it where the mic was on her the right side of her face. Yeah. I was like, The mic should be on the left side of your face. And she looked at it. and goes, oh, okay. And she looks at me and goes, thank you,
3: thank you. (laughs) But, uh, oh, man. One of the best nights was our friend Justin got picked to come out of the crowd. And Justin has been to more magic shows than a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He has seen every kind of magic there is. He does his own bits about it. Uh, He does the magician magician setup, which is hilarious. His partner is Brian Brushwood, who obviously has a whole magic education channel. Uh, YouTube channel, and so uh, I was dying laughing yeah. at Justin, just watching him behave like a normal person, trying to not upstage the act. That's it was really great, and then he like <laughs> made he, had a, he got a woman out of the audience and Justin, and wanted to like hang it all on them, having like an intense connection. Right, then did the finger thing that Joe had already did in the show. Uh-huh. so we're just doing it the second time, but between two people instead of everyone. Yeah, and then uh, like was really like it on, like, now these two have chemistry or whatever. Like, Justin's up there with his wedding ring on. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's
1: so weird. And I don't think that, that <laughs> was the one part of, of that routine that I was like, you at least have to make us, you, you like, stage it in such a way. Yeah. That these two people come near each other at some point.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't make it like he almost, you could see they both were frightened that he was going to direct them to hug each other. Yes. <laughs> and then he just made them, and he made them high five. Right. And they both were like, "Oh, good! Like we uh, can high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's man. fine." <laughs> Jesus! It was like a really just a lot, and I was like, "What a weird thing to do to two randos." Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, you know, a successful trick or whatever.
1: I um I got there. Why well, I, I got there earlier than I intended to, uh, because I, I got there at like seven forty five yeah. for an eight o'clock show, and then found out that the show was at eight thirty. So uh, that's that's how that's how I arrived uh, so early. So you got
2: the got best it. seat in the house.
1: Well, right next the to thing, the weirdy. As there were there were all these tables there and everything, and uh, right down front and everything, there were a couple of scoops there, and uh, they had a table uh, right down front. They invited me to come sit at their table. I said, you know, I'm going to sit at this raised high top table. Uh, it, it's a little bit behind. It's still it's still pretty close to the front, but it's a little bit behind. There's some tables in front of it. It's close to the bar. That'll be that'll be good. Uh, and it's it's out of range. It's out of range of getting fucked with. Yeah. And then JD came in and sat yeah. uh, sat there with us as well. And then I stood up for a few minutes, and Matt sat in my seat.
3: I did. I, I thought I was going to be there very temporarily. Right. Which you did.
1: Uh, it, you know, well, the I, show I, was
3: starting, and all of a sudden you you got ushered to the front. And and I was like, like, oh, I just made Justin sit. I mean, uh, Jacob and Justin And sit. Justin. In uh, a place they did not want to sit at right. all. <laughs> so then I
1: spent the rest of the show... Just working on my facial expression to make sure that no one picked me for anything. That's good.
3: That's good. That's good. Uh You also maybe have to practice, which is like if you ever see a show with Penn. Yeah, you can't side talk. You can't right. make shitty faces. You can't do anything. You have to pretend like everything's amazing. Everything is good, and so does Penn. Yeah, and and because I know I I do. had
1: to do that. I had to I had to practice all night at. Looking as though I was enjoying myself, and don't fucking pick me for anything.
2: <laughs> That's a tough balance. That's a tough.
1: Yeah, tough. But wire I did it.
2: Hand yeah. there was, uh, two different people came over towards
1: me, and this even got commented on later on. Like two different people came over towards me, obviously looking as though I was about to get selected for something, and uh, and I I gave them just a little subtle, like either a, a head shake or I'd look away at, at just the right time or whatever, <laughs> and they and they both just glided on past me. Yeah. <laughs> And then one person did the thing where it's like, uh, "All right, everybody, uh, check your check your 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 pulse. Put your fingers on your neck and check your pulse. And if you feel a pulse, go ahead and raise your hand." And immediately, I was like, "Nah, he's looking for a volunteer." <laughs> nope.
3: if you and feel so, like, a pulse, raise your hand.
1: He goes, he goes, "If you feel a pulse, raise your hand." So you know, most people in the room put their hand up. They've, they've got one hand on their neck and one hand on their pulse. And he goes, okay, now everybody except for this woman right here, go ahead and put your hand down. Now I'm looking for a volunteer. Oh, you have your hand up. Great. This woman can come Uh, on up on stage. But yeah, as soon as he was like, put your hand up, I was like, nah,
3: nah. That's not my first rodeo, motherfucker. It's a thing. Like, I don't like the idea. Here's the thing. I guess because I I did improv forever. Yeah. And all those bits of getting someone up who doesn't want to go up or tricking someone someone into volunteering. I did all those things Mm -hmm. in my teens. Yes. So, I hate it now. Right. So, I do understand that there's a value to it and the audience laughs and that kind of stuff. But I realize that if you, because if you go like, do you want to come up? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, shit. Uh, someone else, like you're, like, you're making a mistake. I will go like, do you want to come up? If you don't, it's cool. I just can just find somebody else. There are other people here. And they go, no. And I go, and the, 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 I, what I hate the most is they go like, no, no, all right, I guess I'll, I'll go. Right, you, know, no, you I don't, don't want to wishy-washy. Don't do me any favors. Yeah, you don't, don't do want to wishy If you don't want to come, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, if you want to come, play along with the magic trick. I will, I will come on take up. another 30 seconds max to find a willing participant. Yeah. No problem. Probably the person sitting next to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that stuff but is I hard even...
2: to do, but uh, to take the pressure off of them, that is yeah. that is key. And, and it also helps us the whole audience to feel less like, oh, fuck, who's, who's coming for me?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one trick. And this thing, I've seen Justin Wilmot did it on Magic for Humans. Uh-huh. They, they hold some series, some way to hold a series of six cards, and you say, Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this is a, 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 you know, different activities for you and I to do. Mm-hmm. And you pull one out, and the card says hug. And then, uh, and then you do hug. And when you hug, you show, you reverse the thing. So you see all the other options. And all the, all the other options are kill, 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 kill. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's lucky you picked the hug card, otherwise I'd have to murder you. Now, if I see uh, Dan Sperry uh uh-huh. do that trick, I will love it. Yeah. Because if you've seen Dan Sperry's act, he's a fucking crazy bizarre, almost mm-hmm. jigsaw like clown personality it performing. Fits. He does a lot of gross magic, it totally fits. Yeah. And you're like and it's a good laugh for an Dan Sperry would character. probably have
1: like little blood splotches and stuff on yes. the cards and you know, like fingerprints and blood on the card that says kill and right. yeah, all this stuff.
3: Um, this guy is like, I'm recently divorced, uh, but, uh, you know, he says basically, there's a lot of things my, my ex-wife wouldn't do that I wanted to do. <laughs> I put six of them up here on this. Oh, this is, this is how he's teeing it up. Then he gets a woman up from the audience. Says, oh no, 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 no. She says, she no, says, no. Yes. He goes, ah, oh, maybe I should sit you down and get someone else up here. Oh, uh, what? What? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like what? So is the premise that you're going to do the sexual act with this
1: the person is the, on stage this is exactly one do. of the things I is talk there anyone about. anyone here that can get me a
3: prostitute right now. This is what anyone things? in the room. I am. Let me make a call. This, <laughs> oh, this, Joe, you're thank here. You, no problem, pal. I have I a got list.
2: You back. This is my. This is on my improv list. Don't go to Hump Town. I said, Never. It's, it's a, it's, no. You. You know. Straight up. You cannot fuck somebody on stage. Rarely. Rarely yeah. can that I mean, happen. You can. Look, right. I get
3: I mean, the closest I come to this is I do a ring trick sometimes in my show. Yeah. And I like to get an actual couple and and, and, and basically recount their, their history in the trick. That's and still... you have them have sex with each other <laughs> and on stage. Penn and teller, uh when I tell them rehearsal, they're like, no couples. Right. They don't even want to do couple shit. They don't right. even want to do that because and I and, and, and as I've been doing the trick more and more, it is a role. Some couples love talking about their history and yeah. who they are. Some don't at all. Don't right. want to get into it, and so you talk to them. You're like, "Oh shit!" And you got to, and I try to, you know, find another avenue of pursuit to talk about whatever. I have a backup track of ways to talk my way through yep. that trick that don't have to do with their history. Um, uh, Where I go to the history of Cupid, mm-hmm. and and like, <laughs> uh, 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 but it all, all, but but because of those things, right? So when he was like, "Oh, you're married," oh, I was like, "What are you saying to yeah, the audience?" Right now? That's yeah, that's crazy. That's like, well, well, I can't what fuck a goal? married lady. What? Are you playing dating game here? And then he presents the the six things. She Uh pulls out a card. It says hug. Yeah. Right away, I go like, there we go. It's this trick. Yeah. And you just told the audience that your ex-wife is not willing to hug you. (laughs) 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 That's the narrative. Which, first of all, I get it. I'm already on her side. You've explained explained
2: it, it. and you're right. And she was right.
3: And she she goes to hug. And sure enough, he brings the thing around. And I turn to Justin, and I go... Every other card better say anal, better say anal on the back yeah. of that thing. Um, Does it? And uh, and Jacob later said butt stuff. Yeah. All that's if all the other cards said butt stuff, that's then, that's a great then trick. It's a good punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that setup. Yeah. So fine punchline to that setup. I would take out the are you married part. Yeah. Um. Uh. And he and he turns around and boom, kill, 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 kill. kill? kill all says like, kill. Yep.
2: I wanted so I to like, kill my ex-wife, but she wouldn't let me. And she wasn't in for it. She just wasn't into it, so we had to get a divorce. No yeah. fucking shit. What the fuck? I wanted to film a snuff porn with my ex-wife,
1: That's and she the didn't want to. Dumbest
2: goddamn setup. Jiminy jumped up Christmas. Oh, boy. Whoa, oh, boy. I mean, like, what? it's Why not easy setting up tricks, but I have to say yeah. to kill... Hug her. K- she didn't want to hug me, and I wanted to kill her.
3: Yeah, right. And here I am. Here I am. Divorced.
2: Single. Can you believe it?
1: Boy and oh here's boy. My I feel sorry for that. me. Here's my real problem with that setup and punchline, <laughs> and that is the reason that he's able to get away with it is by the time he shows the cards to the audience that all say kill. Yeah. The rest of the audience who who isn't us basically yeah. have forgotten that he set all this up as things my ex-wife didn't want to that's do. That's right. That's right. And so the crutch you're leaning on is that the audience isn't really paying attention to my act.
3: Right. That's really like, it. That's yeah. worse. He's even worse. Yeah. Like, uh, and he was a charming guy. He did other metrics that were very good. <laughs> he, he
1: had some good stuff.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, and and for a lot of people they are trying out new stuff. Yes. When, when we had Stacey in here, when off air, she was like, oh, well, you're headlining. And I was like, oh, I am. And so that's when I was like, "Well, I'm not bringing new stuff. I'm going to bring the stuff that I'm used to doing that 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 kills." Right. So, uh, if you want me to close, I'm going to close as strong as possible. Right. Um, So it could be a new routine in this person's act. I want to give them all the benefit of the doubt, but there is a thing that magicians are oblivious to their character, and this is just the otherwise charming guy. Right.
1: Well, and people and magician is this is not we're talking about magicians specifically right now, but this is not uh, this is not something that magicians are solely guilty of. Yeah. The idea that I can do this because the audience isn't really paying attention to me anyway. Yeah. That being your justification is something that always fucking kills me. No. It doesn't hug me. It kills me. Because <laughs> I'm like, you, your presumption should be the audience is paying attention to me and the audience is intelligent. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. able to follow you know this simple A-B story yeah. that I'm telling. Yeah. Yeah. I have six things here. My wife doesn't want to do any of them with me, so I'd, I'd really like to do these things. Great. That's the setup we're working with. Oh, hug. Well, that's weird that your wife doesn't want to hug you, but maybe she just <laughs> fucking hated your guts. Okay. I guess we're still on track
3: right now. Yeah. Kill? Kill. Kill. Don't bring up your ex-wife and kill in a routine. No. No. Because idea. if she turns up dead somewhere, now you're the prime suspect, buddy. Also, like, let's really unpack it. Like, we don't actually care about your marriage history. No. If you are currently single, just say you're single. Yeah. Right. But even bringing, you know, just if you want to, you know, do whatever. You can just say,
1: like, here are six things that I've always wanted to do with an audience member. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see what you, what you select here. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, randomly yeah. pick one. And let, will you agree? Like, yeah, I've got you on stage here with me. Will you agree just to make me happy that you'll do you know, you can pick one of these things and you'll just do that with me i okay. think that'd be a lot What's of fun really for everybody sad to see that's is, not good
2: pattern no, but, but it at least makes sense did you tell him you sh- i mean but butt stuff no. is such a You're sharper thing anyway
3: no if the person had if it, honestly if the person were funny right you would, would be able like to broach bro- bro- that subject interact. yeah I would be like, but they're not like here's an A plus thing, note. you should write sexual yeah. shit all over the back of that thing. Yeah, um, would it be funnier for, more a charmer, others, for yeah. more other for other stuff? Performer.
2: would it be funnier for like a list of other like multiple different things, or is it funnier that it's like, just one other option? Like oh no, see, I always think the it's funnier if it's it.
1: like if it's six cards, one of them says hug. I think the other five cards all need to be different things. Like watch
3: watch every Mission Impossible movie, right? Me. Just like whatever, just yeah, whatever yeah, things yeah. That like women yeah. would bitch about your typical, husband yeah, for, like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, dumb stuff like that's that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not remind me about about the yard work, uh yeah. like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of ways to have fun with it, but let I, my
2: mom move in with us. <laughs> yeah, there you go, <laughs> shit like that. If Whenever, if that's, all that's your the real same setup, thing it to
3: be one sharp punchline, but but yeah, I i it's, it's the thing that like I, I've just seen it so many times that I I, I don't. And Honestly, right, they should well, all
1: just be different euphemisms for butt stuff. It's a <laughs> that's what they should really just be. It should just be like one says Mr. Adel, Lincoln. one says butt stuff. Um, yeah, one one says like Cleveland steamer. Piff
3: says uh, yeah. R-
2: rusty trombone.
3: Yeah, it's piff a different perspective it, uh, as a
2: magic performer.
3: Yeah, Piff turned the trick inside out. Like this is why Piff's great, but he did he the same magic method is published mm-hmm. in his book. Oh yeah, and he doesn't do the one through six. He has a kid come up on stage and say, What does it say? And he goes, I can't read. And he goes, What do you mean? What do you mean? And he goes, What does it just, just say? What it says there. And, he goes, and the kid goes, I can't read. And the Piff turns the card and it says dog to yeah. the audience or whatever. And then he escalates the bit from there, you know. And there's a bunch of different shit where the kid says stuff and just shows the audience a different thing. And that's a, what a good magician does when a really cool trick comes out and you want to do a version of it. You make it so that people can even tell it's the same fucking trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even have said this part except that it's in Piff's book. Right. Uh, so he published it. Yeah. Um, and in it, he says, by the way, buy Piff's book. It's so good. Yeah. It's Um, great. It's also, it's, it's, hilariously tells a very cool biography. Piff is a very cool story Mm -hmm. and he's very truthful and, and none of the comedy comes at the expense of him not being truthful about his, his life. And it's pretty great. Um, and, uh, and says in the book, please don't do this. Please do something else. Please oh yeah! Figure out a way to be creative, like like I was creative about taking this. Make method. this your do, own. Make this something else. Um,
1: like here's the me- here's a method. Yeah, for for doing something. Yeah, take this method and do something. Oh, yeah. he's, saying, he's saying just take-
2: he's saying approach the trick in a different way. Not stay away from magic. It's awful. You should never ruin no. your life this way. Okay, I, mean,
3: he, <laughs> I believe that's in there as well. <laughs> that's the subtext of the whole book. I think
2: that's the first chapter title. <laughs> that's that that's might every, be the book title. That's every successful performer, right? First, if the magic advice. dragon,
1: parenthesis, don't do magic as a profession. <laughs> every writer, well, until
3: like, you just don't write, get out, run yes, away. Right, and yeah. which runs into direct contrast to the people who win talent competitions or talent shows or win awards. Mm-hmm. They go, like, for anyone who thinks, you know, give up on your dream, I'm living proof you shouldn't. Right. And you're like, actually, you might be living proof that you should. Like, it's already such a small percentage chance, and now you've taken up that space. There were 10 of you in this talent <laughs> show, and nine of you failed. Yeah. Right. Like, but that means 90% of people that I just watched try to succeed didn't. Yes. And then the same people will tell you, can you make it? And you're like, oh, shit, I just want a talent show. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. It's fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that subtext is in it, yeah, but, uh, that's funny, but that was hysterical. Uh, really fun nights. Uh, it, it was, was, it was a good vibe. I would go do the show again. It looked like and, it was uh, fun for the again. most
2: part, aside from the the guy that, uh, Jacob was stuck next to.
3: Well, the truth is that like, uh, Oh, even him,
1: like I, he didn't ruin the night for me. He, it was, it was a fun night.
3: Yeah. Everyone got put in their place. Yes. And even the parts that were bad were still hysterically bad. So you laugh That's at good. those parts just as much.
1: I just, I genuinely didn't want to be on stage.
3: I, the highlight I didn't even include. When I put, I kept, uh, Stacy did a great job of pushing the show on social media, mm-hmm. mentioning me, so I got to repost all of mine. Kept re- re- retweeting and reposting yes. the show poster. And uh, everyone kept kind of just circling one thing on the poster and sending it back to me, uh, circling a thing that said, uh, Who's Clit Eatswood? <laughs> Yep. There was a performer named Clit Eats Eatswood. Clit Eatswood. It's really hard to say. I thought Clit it was, I thought it was Eastwood because I was trying to tag them in my posts. So oh yeah. Eats, I was Eatswood. like, I can't find Clit Eastwood. And I was like, oh it's Clit Eatswood, even yeah. better. That is better. Yeah. They were good. Surprisingly ambitious. Yeah. Like uh so it's very uh you know. I the, mean that's the whole like Smuckers, right? It better be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well the the this person was like a very kind, thoughtful person I talked to off stage. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 pre- presents female did I get their pronouns. Yep, shaved head. Yes, I spoke to them at the bar a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Very, very very nice, super nice, really ambitious. Like spent got there first. Yeah, and was putting on a beautiful large amount of makeup all over them. A
1: full he- I shaved head, as yes. Matt said, full
3: head of makeup. Yeah,
1: and and intricate makeup.
3: Yeah, and then oh, and specialty contact lenses. Yes, it was a really cool like hot, like a really. Uh, dramatic Mm -hmm. uh, makeup and costuming. Yeah. And there's the whole lip-sync culture in drag culture. Right. They came out with this creepy goat mask. Like a skull. With skull. It was like like a goat skull.
1: With lights on it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the eyes lit up, and the mouth was articulated. So as they were moving their mouth, the mouth of this skull, of this goat skull, was also moving. Yes. And so they were lip-syncing a song... With the goat skull.
3: And then at one point revealed the face with the yeah. dramatic makeup and the shaved head. And then traded traded lip syncing back and forth between their own mouth yeah. and the mouth of the goat mask. Yeah. It was, uh, it, for the vibe of the show, it came across bold and strange. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I talked to Clit afterward. Yeah. Uh, As they
1: like to be called. They're, yeah. they're very
3: informal. Uh, so they just try, they were just trying it out. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, wow, fucking beautifully ambitious to do that just as a tryout. Yeah. And in lip sync, the to pull the head off and have the head and you both take mm-hmm. part in lip syncing. I was like, you're onto something. Yeah. I, I want to see how this develops. It's a really cool idea.
1: Oh, I just had an idea for that act. I think I think they should go into a duet. Yes. Yeah.
3: I think so, when they, too. When they take the head
1: off, the song should change. And I was in the stream. I was going ebony go. and ivory.
2: <laughs> islands in the stream.
1: But yeah, uh,
3: but yeah, that's the thing. It's like I think you want to find a way to yeah, be more playful with that. like Justin
1: and I were talking about that act after the after the show was over with. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, yeah, that like I believe that was first run or at least an early run of, of doing that act. Yeah, it's like I, there, there's some more fine tuning to be done there, but there is something there.
3: I was expecting like a very over the top drag queen.
1: Yeah, and not at all. If no. anything, subdued.
3: Yeah, like a really reserved, thoughtful, kind energy. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is really different," and yeah. I'm very happy that I got to talk to to you and meet you afterward. Because biggest curiosity heading into that show, right, was who is Clint Eats with? Yeah, and see, I <laughs> didn't get to what, speak to right? them after.
1: I didn't get to speak to them after I saw yeah, the act. Yeah. I, I only spoke to them before. Yeah, and yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to sit and have a coffee with them. Yeah, And, exactly. and, and like. Kind of go over what the thought process is. And just yeah. just well, kind of pick their brain at it a little that's bit. That's
2: the whole mystery. Clint Eatswood is the man in the boat with no name. <laughs>
1: oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> On that note, it's time for <laughs> little jock versus nerd. Let's do it.
3: We're going down.
0: Ladies
3: and gentlemen, it's is- Explosion of Clint Wood. <laughs>
1: we got a message coming to us today from Scooper Nova Girl. It's a hey. Scooperty. Hey, fellas. Uh, Scooper Nova Girl here. I made this Scooperty back in October when you put the call out for more games, uh, but we haven't played it yet. So here it is. So uh, Scooper Nova Girl very kindly uh, so resent it to me just to, uh, to refresh it in my inbox here. And so here we are. Uh, let's see. The categories are Emmys, Grammys, Oscars, and Tonys. Oh, this going to be tricky. Matt, you're up first. What uh, you want?
3: I uh, will do Grammys, please. All right, for
1: four hundred for the first. I it's gra- all
3: questions about my grandmother.
1: Ah, for the first Grammy Awards. Up? Oh, no, it's not. In uh, 1958, there were 28 categories. Uh, how many categories were there for the 2023 Grammy Awards? Plus or minus three.
3: I don't know. Final answer. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't...
1: So 28 categories in 1958. Which, by the way, that is older than I would have guessed the Grammys are right there.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's also that's... more categories than I thought would be in the first.
1: Oh, one. that's true, yeah.
3: Because the truth is, I don't... I'm not going to guess on this. I'm going to pass it. But I don't think it's a lot more. Because it's a it's a long show to get through, but they really don't, like, zip through the awards. But you got to think about They've all added the ones a pre-show. That they don't
2: broadcast.
3: Oh, they all They have added a pre-show. Because
1: yep. okay. there, there was a a there was a hubbub... This year that they made Metallica accept an award uh Off in the pre show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean dumb. Killer Mike won three. Is things. Dumb. Dumb. He only got have,
3: shown on the have, one. If gonna, yeah. If you're gonna have yeah, if you're gonna have
1: uh I don't know if Metallica actually, actually showed up even to accept the award. They they may have. I, I just don't know.
3: Yeah. Uh a pass. Uh,
1: let's see. That's oh they're passing to me. No, I'm passing. Paul. No pass. Let's
3: see here. El Paso. Ninety one. Okay, so a lot more. Yeah. Lot more. Yep. That is significantly more. Uh, It's me. I'm surprised I didn't win one with that many. Yeah, right? We should have won with our comedy album. We should have won a Grammy this year. We may have. I mean, That's true. We should check our mail. Secret
1: Grammy? Uh, I'll try Oscars for 400. This is the official name for the Oscar. Oh, yeah. He has a name.
2: No. I'm aware the statue has a name. No, I think his name is Oscar. They're asking for the official. What do you call it? No, I think the I think the statue has a name that isn't just Oscar.
1: Okay, maybe. I think I don't know. I'm passing. Uh, what do you think it is, Paul?
2: I I think they're asking for the Academy of Motion Pictures and Motion Pictures Arts. But I'm I, I pass. Oh, You think, I you think I the official name of the award show? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I'll pass. I don't know for sure. Matt,
1: uh, butt plug. Ah, butt plug. let's see, butt plug. An Academy Award of merit
3: aha uh-huh. oh! I would. We would have all lost. No, I would have lost that one. me award of merit. I actually now that I know it, merits involved, I no longer want to watch. Ah, I don't My think it's Oscar has evolved. a first I think name. Changed it's O S C A
2: R. My Oscar has a second name. It's M E R I T. Paul, you're up. Oscar Myerit has a way. Um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Oscars for eight. All right. This comedian holds the record for hosting the most award ceremonies. I do believe that would be Mr. Saturday Night. Uh, why is his name flying out of my head? Oh my also, God!
3: Well, there might be another person you should consider.
2: Well, there might be, uh, but I think it's Billy Crystal.
3: Um, Billy Crystal is what you're I, going with. I I think it's Bob Hope.
2: Oh, oh, you might okay. you might be. I'm going to go with Billy Crystal it with Crystal, it <sighs> is Bob Hope. Nice one. 19. Billy
1: Crystal ho- hosted nine times. Now, I got to yeah, tell I mean, you,
2: they- right, these movies are really wow. something this year. Boy, oh, boy. I got to get back on the links. Wow.
1: <laughs> that was an excellent <laughs> Billy Crystal impression.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
3: I've been working on it.
2: Uh, Matt, you're up. Oh, you look marvelous. Boy, oh, boy. I tell you. Oh, oh, wow.
3: <laughs> I want to thank all the when troops. Harry met Sally. Well, thank all the troops for looking marvelous out here. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll have what boys. she's having, huh? How oh. <laughs> about it? Hey, oh. I like baseball. Wow. <laughs> I like baseball. <laughs> Look out, um, Iwo Tony's Tony's for 400. <laughs> the Tony Awards are
1: named after this American actress and director
3: Tony Hawk, skater. <laughs> uh, Tanya Harding. That's um, it. Um,. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm Tony American Bag of, of Donuts director. Uh, Tony Bennett.
2: Tony Bag of
1: Donuts. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I'm passing. Paul. Don't know. Let's see. Mary Antoinette Perry. Oh, Mary, Mary Antoinette, Antoinette Perry. Perry. Oh, that's uh, me. I'll try. Uh, I'll try Tony's for eight hundred. This legendary performer holds the record for hosting the Tony Awards more than any other individual. It's also Bob Hope. It's, it's still Bob Hope. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. I don't know. Nobody jumps to mind as like a perennial Tony's
3: host. Modern times, I would guess Neil Patrick Harris. He's done a few. But I don't think, I imagine, just like Bob Hope, there's probably someone back in the day who hosted a bunch. Right. That I don't know. Like Cheetah Rivera hosted right. thirty-two yeah. times it's and I just not, don't know I about that.
2: It. Right. Uh, uh, what's her name? The actress Pat- Patone? Betty Grable.
3: No, what's her Patty, name? Patty. Lapone?
2: Patty
1: Lapone.
3: Oh, Patty Lapone? I think it's sure. Patty
2: Lapone. Or Does maybe Whoopi? Host?
1: Oh, I don't know. Ooh, whoopie, Either way, I'm I'm passing to you, Paul. Do you, do you have a, I'll a guess name Patty. You guess? I'll, I'll guess? Lapone. All right, let's see Patty Lapone. Angela
3: Lansbury. Oh. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is hosted. Uh, the Bob Lansbury. Hope of Broadway, Angela <laughs> Lansbury. Angela well, uh, hosted
2: five times. Uh, this Cabot Cove is really a murder capital, huh? Boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> tell you Neil what, Patrick Harris is hosted four times. <laughs> people check in, they don't check out. It's like uh, fucking roaches up in here at Cabot Cove. <laughs> Yeah, don't it get is. Know- if you
1: if you if you go by the uh, the numbers on murder, she wrote, Cabin Cove is the most <laughs> dangerous city in world history. Yeah, if
2: you get to know it's me, the, you're the, fucking
1: it is the dead. murder capital of the world. I get it. Yeah, it's
2: because the the there's like 18 people that live there, and somebody dies every week. We burned like through three tough, three, tough ep- three seasons of that show a while back. It is just don't know. What What's your fucking name? I can't even remember I was actually mad. We
3: were watching it uh, to create COVID programming on our show. And yeah, and then they, and took, they it took it off, off the, Netflix. I was yeah. so mad because I was like- That was going to be I, a Scoop, Flicks, I, and Chill. It' was going to be all over it. It's a wild was That was, show.
1: That, that was our, our inspiration to do the Scoop, Flicks, and Chill.
2: Yeah, it's
3: a wild show. Uh, which, by
1: the way, if you if you are on um, Patreon, the, those are still up there. You can still do the yes. little Scoop, Flicks, and Chill stuff with you us. You can they're, press they're up play, and
3: then you, we watch a movie or a show with you. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you're up. Oscars, please. For
1: 1,200. Daily Double! Now's <laughs> my time to shine. This innovative director holds the record for the most Oscar wins.
2: Ooh. This well, innovative I director. I am Shyamalan. <laughs> I feel like it's either Spielberg or. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Um, Titanic. Well, that is Man. literally the question. James I'm gonna Cameron. go with James Cameron.
1: Oh, I would go with um. Oh, Clockwork Orange. Kubrick. Who directed Clock?
2: Kubrick. Yeah, That's
1: I would have gone with Stanley too. Kubrick.
3: Yeah. We go Spielberg or Hitchcock.
1: Oh, oh of Walt course. Disney,
2: of course. Oh, duh. Little oh, little little duh. name, little known fella named Walt Disney. I mean, they made special Oscars for him on Snow White.
3: That's true. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you're up. Well, I don't know how the name of the Emmys got Emmys, so I'll take Emmys for eight hundred. Okay. This comedian
1: holds the record for hosting the most Emmy Award ceremonies.
3: Whoopi. Um,
1: Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak's going to be one of those people who has like the record for the most Emmys won
3: or something. I'm trying to think. It was like Johnny is it, Carson. Is it Gervais? Or Gervais hosted the um, Golden Globes. Oh,
2: right, not the Emmys oh uh tina
3: fey and uh amy puller also golden globes as a side note
1: i was very disappointed in ricky gervais's uh, most recent stand-up comedy special
3: i've heard not great things about it
1: yeah i I didn't love it
3: um i'm gonna pass
2: uh that passes to me i'm passing paul (laughs) i mean i'm i'm just digging the hole now so uh you're doing great buddy let's let's go here uh Uh, Emmys hosted by did well, no. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a comedian who even hosted the Emmys. I have to pass because I just can't think of anybody right now. I don't want to keep it going. All right, let's see. Oh, Carson. I was right. Yeah, Carson 1971. Well, I gotta tell you, he's uh, Ed McMahon. He's some kind of guy, huh? Wow, wow. I gotta get back on the I'll links. I'll go Emmys for four hundred. Oh, okay. What
1: year did the <laughs> Emmys first take place? Plus or minus three years. Oh, how old are the Emmys? Um, I'll guess it. Well, well I'll guess TV. <laughs> right. That's gonna be
2: after that. It's after TV. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, go on, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's easier to gauge than the invention of theater. Yep. <laughs> sure, sure. Agreed. So what what was that? 52? Oh, I was just
1: watching something the other day. Once it really it got was, cooking? It's somebody in that What was it? I know what it was. We were watching the Julia Child show on oh, Max. I about that. It's show. a fun show. We we just finished the second season. Mm. Um and they were nominated for an Emmy. Okay. On that show. And that show took place in what decade, Jacob?
2: That was the late 60s. I know it was an early
1: Emmy Awards. That
2: was the late 60s. Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm going to guess 67. Okay. 1967. 1967. That's a Let's good see. guess.
2: 49. 49. Not a so great guess.
1: Close. 67 49. minus 3 is
2: 64. <laughs>
1: Which is within three years <laughs> of 49. Okay. If we keep going back in intervals of three... We'll so
2: when you can stop. So TV That's was true. invented what, 45?
3: I don't know. Probably, I mean, technically, probably it's a little older Early than that. Earlier than but that, but I was think, it wasn't yeah. in every household. Right. Probably probably no. in the forties, somewhere in there.
1: Okay. Uh, second awards show uh, today that I've learned is much older than I think it is. Yeah. No. Uh well, Paul, you're up. I'm gonna, gonna clear you're gonna out, out Oscars, please. For two thousand. This is the only X rated movie to win an Oscar.
3: Oh. Debbie does Dallas. Boy, yep. oh
1: boy, oh
2: boy, oh boy.
1: Oh wait. I was about to say a joking name, but I think that might actually be the answer.
3: No, no, I don't think it is. Oh it's not a daily double.
2: Is it? Um, I, it might be. It, I am curious, yellow.
1: Is that is that what you're going with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say showgirls. But it wasn't Showgirls because that got an NC seventeen rating. Yeah. Um, the Green Door? I don't think it's the Green Door. I think it's the one with Brando. With Apocalypse oh, Now? Oh, not Apocalypse no, Now. Um, um, shit. Oh well, let's see. Let's see what the answer is. Oh, it's Midnight Cowboy. Oh, Midnight I Cowboy. Didn't know
3: Midnight Cowboy was rated X. No, I didn't either. What
1: for, uh, Matt? You're up. Let's see. What are the scores, Jacob? I'll say you are winning. <laughs> Good news, Matt. You are winning with zero points. I am in second with negative four hundred points. Paul is in third with negative forty eight hundred points.
2: We know our, we know our, we know our awards. We do. The thing is, uh, Scooper Nova Girl is an expert at this stuff and has got to be like, is, oh, yeah. this is this is a breeze, and you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> and Girl, I'm very sorry. I
1: believe I, I believe uh Nova Girl believes that we are uh, more learned than yeah, we more, obviously more, are more in, in. in this uh in, yeah. in this realm. Read him and weep.
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've got the receipts to prove exactly how learned
3: we are. uh, uh Grammys eight hundred, please.
1: This artist holds the record for the most Grammy wins with thirty-two. Bella Fleck. I think this I think this was in the news. I think it's Beyonce. I think Shaka it's Beyonce. Khan. I think it's Queen B.
3: Yeah,
1: it's Beyonce. Oh, hot damn! The award for getting the first question correct in this game goes to <laughs> Matt Dottley. Congratulations, wanna,
2: Matt! You're running away with it now, man. I want to thank uh, Johnny. <laughs> the Academy. Thank the Academy.
1: Uh, yeah, because the the big news this year, or uh, the the scuttlebutt Jay-Z's right now, speech. Yeah. Yeah, all these albums or all these uh, albums of the year and never artist of the year or something like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Basically, Beyonce's the most uh, most she had the most uh, Grammys. Yeah, and has never won album of the year. That's it. Was it album or artist? Album. Okay. Uh, it's me. I'll try. Because um, album of the year is why uh, Kanye got up and took it away from Taylor Swift. That's right. Day. Yeah, that's right.
2: That was that. Uh, on, I'll that, try. Was that? that wasn't on the. Uh, a Grammys. That was a Grammys. Was that it? Was Grammys. Yeah, that was shit. Grammys.
1: Um, I'll go Tonys for twelve hundred. This mega musical holds the record for the most Tony wins. I don't guess mega is a hint. I don't think so. No, I don't think it is. does. I mean,
3: out loud. What are your candidates here?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we got the easy ones: Cats, yeah, Phantom, yeah, Les Mis. Yes,
2: that's but the big three. But I think like didn't um didn't Rant sweep that one year?
1: Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's the most wins in a single year. Oh, I think it's the most it's wins over ever. and
2: over, so which ones have been
1: back Right. That's it.
2: Sound of Music.
1: Sound of Music is probably that's probably not not too slouchy there. They brought back Chicago Oh, The, oh, the
2: King yeah. and I. Okay. King and I.
3: All right, that's also music. Oh no, I, I yep. bet it
2: is Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon doesn't get re, revamped over and over oh, again. Oh, every though. time. They do it over and over again. They started off with it being set in Vietnam. Yeah. Now it's it, it set you on yield? the moon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm going to go. Uh, they're I called
3: like, crater children. <laughs> I like <laughs> <laughs> They're called moon boys. <laughs> <laughs> the dust of life. Moon dust of life. The regolith Conceived of life. Conceived in craters. <laughs> um, I, I like
1: chicago but it says mega musical and chicago's not really a mega no, musical no, no, i'm not. gonna go les mis okay I'm oh that's les a mis. good guess too the producers oh so it wasn't one year. it was just in one year yeah, it was 12 tonys hamilton won eleven. Uh, i guess in a different year but yeah so the producers is is the answer oh that cleaned up huh yeah uh, that was yeah, that was the um Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick yeah, yeah, yeah. uh remount of producers. Was Hasselhoff in that too? Eventually, well, I, tell you, I, think, I think that she Mel was only Brooks, the movie
2: That Mel Brooks, he's he's gonna go somewhere. He's got something figured out. Yep. Paul, you're up. Uh Grammy me daddy for two thousand. Let's go. Dig. All that. right. <laughs> yeah. Daddy uh-huh. Double, Daddy Dig. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> I was like, why is it still only worth $2,000? Oh, right, because Paul has a, a few nope, points at the nope negative. Uh, the actual Grammy trophy is made out of a Dude. custom zinc alloy <laughs> called this. Paul, name that custom zinc alloy. Mirconium. 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 Show me Mirconium. Isn't
3: that earwax?
1: Uh Grammium.
3: Grammium. Grammium. It's a custom alloy, Gramium. and it's called Grammium. There you go. Uh, Matt. Man, I got to dust up of my alloys before I pick the next. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I will do uh, Tony's for 2000. Let's see here.
1: Dirt is made of several elements. Name them, name the elements that make up dirt. Name five EGOT winners. No honorary winners. Five, oh, so you just gotta name five EGOT all five winners. Of them. Yeah, I think a few more than that have won the EGOT. Not many, though.
3: got uh, a uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, show us your math there, but I, but you did. I, I was going through it, and I, I can only right now. Like, there's the thing, the the the, the hilarious Thirty Rock episode where um, uh, oh, Tracy Jordan Tracy Jordan wants to win an EGOT. Yeah, because the only thing that comes to mind.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think um, Lin Manuel Miranda has an EGOT.
3: Emmy, Grammy,
1: Tony, Oscar, Tony. Oscar. Yeah.
3: Uh, I don't know why I listed them out of order, but I yes. Know. And it's not like we're doing military speak, right? Uh, Charlie Tango, whiskey foxtrot. I believe Whoopi Goldberg, okay, is an EGOT winner. All right, that's two. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Whoopi, is, I'm I'm confident about Whoopi. I'm not as confident about Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Um, and that is why I'm going to pass. <laughs> Paul. Is your boy is your boy an EGOT winner, Paul? Oh, Paul's gone. Where'd Paul go? Oh, Paul has left the microphone. That's, this
3: is the only way of escaping points.
1: I think so. Uh, who do you think? Who
3: do you think Paul might I know an EGOT Trent, winner? I wonder if Trent Reznor is one.
1: Oh, you know what? He, I you know, he's got a Grammy, right? I don't think he got an Oscar for because he a did for for Sold. Soul. So was it just Soul? Yeah. Okay. I don't think he won the Oscar for that, but he might have. I don't know. Um here comes Paul. He's getting back into his chair now.
3: All right.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry I had to pee so bad. Um All right, Paul, so this got passed to you. Okay. Well, did you get whoopy? We got whoop that I knew whoopy. Yeah. Uh you know, Trent's honing in on it. That's what we were just talking about. I, just, I, I, he, my guess is trick. but he he hadn't he hadn't got an Oscar yet, though, right? Uh, no, he's got an Oscar. It's uh for his soundtrack. He did work. get one for Soul. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's um a social network. Yeah, social network. Um, but uh, he and Atticus have been getting so much soundtrack work. Um, no, it's the Tony that is escaping him right now. So he has. To, I'm okay. sure he's he's got that in his mind uh, to put together some kind of stage. And right now, performance. You, like
3: an animal, is off Broadway.
2: Yeah. I mean, who knows? He could very well put together some kind of really interesting industrial music. It'd be musical. better than Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you might as well be. You might as well or do it. Or apparently
1: Back to the Future. Oh, which makes me sad. A good buddy of mine is is one of the leads in Back to the Future. It's not and great. It makes me sad. Yeah, I'm not hearing great things about it.
2: Well, I understand that completely. Did, did But didn't Bob Gale write it? I don't know weird anyway all right let's answer this question uh so yeah home. let's uh <laughs> shit i mean i i don't uh are, are any are either the south park boys in on this
3: yeah not that i know of maybe though i don't know we'll know me uh when we click that thing
1: yeah hit it all right richard rogers rita moreno audrey hepburn mel brooks mike nichols Oh, uh, there's Whoopi. We were we were right about Whoopi. Uh, Scott Rudin, Robert Lopez, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice, John
2: Legend, Alan Menken, Jennifer Hudson, and Viola Davis. John Legend oh. is already an egot. Yeah. What? It, what? What? was his theater? Yeah. He, looked at, he looked at the awards. He's like, I'll take all of you. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: and I'll keep them with all of me. I got to work with Mike Nichols before he passed away. Oh, that's oh, lucky great! I yeah.
3: always wanted. I wish I could have talked to Mike. Yeah, he Nichols.
1: was the director on uh, on Spamalot. Uh, Nichols in May,
3: off uh, Broadway, Broadway two person Broadway improv.
1: Man, they, that was yeah. yeah. He was it, it, he he. I, I was sad when he passed away. He was a, a very charming, very nice man. Yeah, uh, I liked to work and and like you talk about motherfuckers that are just professional that know what they're doing when yeah, they walk yeah, right? into a room. Like, this guy, he was the most prepared person I've ever seen and
3: just... He knew what he wanted. He knew how to get book it. Book on Mike Nichols. That's something I would pick. Up. Oh yeah, I should look for a good biography on Mike Nichols. No. If
1: anybody knows of a good biography on Mike Nichols, let us know, please. If it's a
3: bad one, just leave me be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll close out Grammys <laughs> for twelve
1: hundred. Why not? Grammy season is the most wonderful time of year for recording artists. This popular American singer was the longest consecutive host for the ceremony, hosting from nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy seven. Well let's see. Most That's wonderful time of the year is in quotes. Yep. It's so I think it's Mariah wonderful.
3: Carey. <laughs> <laughs> All I want for the award is to go to you.
1: Um I don't know. Who's saying most wonderful time of the year? It's the is most that, is that like wonderful Bing?
3: time. No. I don't think it's Bing Crosby. Close. It's Andy Ooh, Williams. Knows it. uh, Fred
1: Crosby. It's Andy Williams. Um uh, fine. I'm gonna guess Andy Williams. <laughs> He's with a patented Paul hint. It is Andy Williams. <laughs>
2: I told you it was Andy Williams. Paul you got all this questions wrong in the way I already just gave to you. I know. <laughs> I know, Why it's not my turn. It's an odd I'm, strategy. I'm digging the hole. Oh, yeah, I'm coming back from this 6,800 point deficit. I'm on the cusp. <laughs> all right, Paul, you got Emmys for 1,200 or 2,000. My fucking what strategy want? is out the window. 2,000, Daddy, let's go yeah where does the name emmy come from <laughs> it comes from a rare element <laughs> uh i'm
1: still not over the fucking alloy
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure emmy it's emil somebody okay that's all i can say is emil someone your final answer it's my final answer emil somebody <laughs> Uh would you like to pass or would you like to guess i mean i'll yeah i'll guess because i want a bigger hole Unless you guys want to take a a stab at it. You got a a feeling?
3: I have no guesses.
2: It's going to pass all around, right? So I might as well guess and get some more paints taken off. You're going a meal. You know what? If it's a
1: meal, I'm giving it to you. All right. The nickname Emmy, I-M-M-Y, describing
2: the Imagine Orthocon camera tube. Image Orthocon camera tube. Mm.
1: (laughs) Oh, what did I say? Yeah, that's it. Emmy. Uh, So it's an image award. Weird. So it's an and image they,
2: award, basically.
1: And then they changed the spelling. Weird. Well, all right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Weird.
1: Uh, Matt, a... closing up the category and the game I, Emmys for twelve hundred. No, that
3: answer makes, makes no sense. <laughs> Not at all.
1: Uh, name one of the two actresses that holds the record for the most Emmy wins.
3: Not Susan Lucci. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Did they finally give um, her one? Um,
3: they did. Good for them. It did.
2: But also bad for them. That's like letting the Undertaker lose his streak, which was a mistake.
3: <laughs> yeah, Undertaker. I who would it be? If some soap actor.
1: It does it aren't the soaps under the daytime Emmys now?
3: Oh yeah,
1: and and, and I'll, because I don't think that counts. Be, uh, yeah, I Mariska think it's uh, what's her name,
3: right? I, oh yeah, it could be
1: it's uh, Mariska.
2: Mariska oh mariska hargitay or, mariska hargitay, or no. um who's the one that's Man, married Dick to the oh, wolf not married
1: that's a guy who's made a lot of money in television
3: yeah you're the first to say it but now that i think about it yeah um who's the one who uh what's going elaine uh seinfeld what's her name Julia Louis- oh,
2: Julie louise yeah. dreyfus that's a good guess too i think yeah collins Joan collins, beat, John collins. sure i think joan collins um my guess is joan collins is this one of these things where,
1: like, Vanna White
2: wins an Emmy every
1: year for turning letters around and we just no, don't know about it? No, I don't,
3: th- or, I don't uh, think so. Famous comedian, wiggle their ears, uh, Cow Burnett. Oh, oh she
2: might have. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, pass. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because I think I'm winning, right? Uh, you are, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that passes to me.
1: Uh, what is it? What do what we This is
3: the $1,200 question? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So I can tie for the win if I yeah. if I get there this right.
3: There you go. There you go.
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Burnett is... I like Burnett. That one kind of speaks to me. Um, I like Mariska, though, too. I'm going I'm going Mariska.
3: Was... Mariska oh, okay. Hargitay? Yep. Law and order?
1: Cloris Leachman and Julia
2: Louise Dreyfus.
3: Oh, uh, 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 Cloris yep.
1: Leachman. Look at her. Cloris Leachman. Big Cloris Leachman fan, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what she's won Emmys for. I'll have to look that up. Well, she was on the one show with
3: Mary Tyler Moore, right?
2: Yeah.
1: The Mary Tyler Moore show?
3: I think so. That's the one. Was she on that? I bet that? that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm she won, must have won a lot for. That yeah. was
1: one Mary Tyler Moore in a newsroom. What was Florence Leachman in that? I
3: think she, she was, was one her... of the reporter ladies. I think. Yeah, I think it was, was just she? Like, she was one of the other characters. Oh, Okay.
1: Oh well, that is the game. Uh, Matt Eek that went out with eight hundred points. I'm in second with negative sixteen hundred points. And Paul made my negative sixteen hundred look paltry with his negative eighty eight hundred points. And that is from the Scooper nova Girl. Thank you, Scooper Nova Girl. If you want to send us a Scooperty or a uh, Price of Scrite Jock versus nerd or one of our new obelisk Jock versus nerds, head over to heyScoops.com. Right there on the homepage. There is a button. You can make us a Jock versus nerd. You can send us some scoop mail. You can send us some audio scoop mail. We didn't get to any scoop mail on the show, but we'll get to it on, on another show. Uh, you can also buy your tickets to Scoop Fest, oh, yeah. and you can uh, visit our shop while you're there as well. There's also a, a button that links you over to our our shop at heyscoops.com slash shop. Definitely get yeah, your yeah, tickets yeah. To, so to Scoop Fest. So check all those Fest. things out.
2: Come see it. It's going to be amazing.
1: Get your tickets to Scoop Fest. Uh, new stop for the Foolers Tour. That's going to be awesome. Uh, our shows are, are always top notch. Uh, it, it's uh, a ridiculous amount of talent that we are able to gather there. Just because we have really good friends, and our and friends even, are really good at what they do, yes. even
2: beyond the show, like just the people who stop by sometimes.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. you hanging out by. in the in the, the yeah. curiosity about Scoopfest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we you get to shine. You can do uh, mouth, finger, butthole tournaments. Yes. Jacob Bite has a new game for people to play. Oh yeah, there's a I've
1: got, we've got a new idea for a game that we're kind of yeah. batting around a little bit. We're we're gonna flesh that out a little more.
3: Yeah. 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 Um, and then of course we do our trivia battles of podcast versus podcast trivia battles. It's gonna be fun. Yes. I gotta find an opponent for two characters and a clown. Um, Oh, yeah. We got two characters and a clown.
1: Uh, we gotta see if, um, if, if, uh, Matt, uh, if, if Matt and Piff wanna go against each other again. Uh, uh, I was about to say the last podcast on the left. That's a whole different show, and they, they probably won't be there. Yeah. But um,
3: Pot Therapy, Pot therapy the morning and murders. Morning Murders. That's a rivalry that's sealed in that, blood. That
1: rivalry has, has really mm-hmm. fleshed itself out on its own. We
3: created a monster there, but we yeah. obviously have to have them back. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see if we can get those rematches there and maybe some new matches. Um, But, uh, yeah, so please come out to ScoopFest. Go to ScoopFest.com, get that ticket. If, uh, if you want a, a, a discount code, and you're not a Patreon member, sign up for Patreon. You can literally sign up for the lowest tier and get yourself a discount code uh, and the hotel code. If I, if you message me on Patreon for the hotel code, I send it to you. Uh, anyone can actually email me for the hotel code. That's not just for Patreon members. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can send it to you, and you can and it connects to the discounted rate on the hotel. Um, some people have been able to find a cheaper rate than our rate. Cool. We don't get paid for our hotel rate. So if no. you can find a cheaper rate at the Orleans, help yourself. Yeah. Go it helps, it.
1: like if it's if it's within a dollar or two, like we we get um, we hotel get to, benefits yes. that we that we use those benefits to put our to put our guests up, like the like the great night guys, people like that that come in that we bring in, we put them up in the hotel. It helps us out a little bit on that end. But like if it's if it's cheaper for you, if it's significantly cheaper for you to go somewhere else, go somewhere else. <laughs> like uh, don't don't do us all those favors. But if it's like a couple of bucks here or there, maybe do us a favor and stick around the Orleans. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. No, I mean. Some people have found an Orleans rate cheaper than our rate. Oh, that's uh, weird. Uh, that shouldn't be the case. No. Yeah. that's the one person wrong by that. The bottom line is, if you, if, if somebody at Orleans might have fucked up while that person was booking their room. That's true. So, but but Jacob is correct. If it's within a few dollars, please use our rates because it helps us put up our yeah. visiting performers. Um, if if you if but if it's a significant one, go for you, buddy. Yeah, go for yeah. you. I'm not gonna be mad at you, but you uh, want to stay at the
2: Orleans uh, regardless. That's going to be our yeah. you
3: do If you can stay at the Orleans, you want to
1: stay there. I mean, everything's yeah. happening there. Yeah, yeah. And McMullen's is next door.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, um, but I want to thank chose. the following people. We don't have a list in front of us right now because we've just started our month here. Yep. But uh, uh, know that we are so grateful. Two months in a row to break our bonus level really helps pay the bills and uh, keep the lights on. Yeah. And, of course, now as we... We uh, dot our I's and cross our T's for Scoop Fest details. Those are those are bills that are incoming. Oh, yeah. And so uh, everything you guys do to support us month after month it really helps us do everything for our community. So uh, you're secretly just helping the Scoops and us. That's so right. We appreciate it so much. If you have it within your heart, within your wallets, head on over to PreachingFun.com. Yeah, you should go over there.
1: And if you, like me, not only re- remembered that Cloris Leachman was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, but won uh, two Emmy Awards on the Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> Show, go <ahead laughs> over to fartsinabag.biz. Farts, farts,
3: farts, farts, I've definitely farts, seen every episode of the Mary Tyler Moore Show in my life, band. too. And I, I don't remember wrong. I'm, I'm sure remember songs. I would have guessed wrong on Julia Louise Dreyfuss' Emmys, by the way. I would have thought she had more. Oh, yeah. Between Seinfeld, Veep, Veep. and uh, Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah. I would have thought uh, actually it actually was more than that.
1: Fartsinaback.biz, preaching fun.com and take of our Patreon page. You just heard all that spiel about that. Uh go check those out. Uh let us know that you think this show is worth more than zero dollars each month. We've had some new Patreons join us recently. Yeah. Join those people.
3: Yeah. Be join us the-
1: Join us. Join us. One not, of us. Not, not a cult. cult. No, we're definitely not a cult. We're just gonna go watch an eclipse in Texas. It's fine. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we're also going out to Founders Day. Uh, I can't wait for that to happen there, April 8th. Yep. I'll be out there. Um, and uh, that's going to be a fun day as well on the compound. Twill be awesome. Twill. I want to thank Penjoy for creating this podcast. Thanks, Pen. And uh, stay safe out there. We love you all. And we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Let's see a brand new life Mary Tyler Moore
1: show, uh share, a share variety show. Mary Tyler Moore Show again. Uh, Let's see. The Screen Actors Guild 50th Anniversary Celebration. uh, Promised Land. Malcolm in the Middle. And then another one for Malcolm in the Middle. Those are uh, Forrest Lachman's innings. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, Yeah, she won two of them for that. She was a guest star on Malcolm in the Middle, apparently. And she won Outstanding Guest Actress in a comedy series twice.
0: Looky, looky, Lou. Yeah. There you go. See ya.
3: Yeah, we didn't know shit on that one. No, we didn't. We were bad on that.